What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Fuck Nation Sports Betting Podcast. I am your host, Fuck Nation. On this pod, we will be talking about the sports betting world we currently live in and is rapidly growing by the minute. We want to give you as much sports betting investing info, data, insight, and knowledge. And with that, our goal is to educate and give you an edge when it comes to beating the sports book. Let's have some fun. And welcome back to another episode on the Fuck Nation Sports Betting Podcast. I am your host, Fuck Nation, and thank you for tuning in. We truly appreciate it as always. And if you haven't or would like after this episode to leave us, please, a five-star review at the bottom of the podcast, whether you are listening on Apple or Spotify. Truly appreciate it once again. I'm not sure what episode this is, but we've been pretty steady throughout the NFL season, talking NFL and college football. Um, We are gearing up, of course, now for the NFL playoffs, NFL wildcard weekend, and we concluded the college football season this Monday night with the national championship on center stage. It wasn't much of a show due to Georgia laying a shellacking on TCU Horn Frogs by the score of 65 to 7 as 13 point favorites that big line they were laying with Vegas was no adversity or no issues for them whatsoever and in fact this game the public got annihilated if you're looking at a betting Betting trend standpoint, where the money was and where the public tickets were, over 70, 75% of the public was on TCU and taking the 13 points, depending on where you got it. And the sharp money was on Georgia, maybe 50-ish, close to 60%. So this is a typical pros versus Joe game, public versus sharp type of game. And the sharps won and the public lost no doubt about it with like i said over 70 percent of the population or the public betting on tcu you know they've had a magical run throughout the year so i think a lot of people thought giving them 13 points in this national championship game was possibly a gift however it was not georgia bulldogs in the national championship game to conclude the season 65 to 7 Back-to-back national championships. Stetson Bennett, back-to-back champion. What a story his career has been at Georgia. And, yeah, that concludes it. They will start and begin their quest for a three-peat. And, you know, maybe saying to Alabama fans, move on over because here they come. NFL, very exciting. NFL Week 18 we had. Um, Lots of playoff implications on the line. Um, Teams that did not make it. Some shocking, not shocking losses, but I think a lot of people put their money on the Green Bay Packers on that Sunday night game with Aaron Rodgers to deliver against the Detroit Lions. All they needed to do was win, and they were in. But the Detroit Lions had other plans, and they played spoiler, beating their divisional opponent and sweeping them for the year um detroit lions kudos to them they had nothing to play for in that game 
and Dan Campbell and his guys really, really wanted that win bad. And with that, Seattle Seahawks get into the playoffs in the NFC to represent the seventh seed. So there was a storyline in that. And then the AFC, who was your seventh seed that snuck in? The Miami Dolphins. They beat the Jets, barely, and then they got help um, from the Patriots losing to Buffalo. Um, Happy for Buffalo that they have rebounded and truly uh, remarkable scene there having an opening kickoff for a touchdown going off, you know, obviously the DeMar Hamlin news and just to see that city kind of just being chills, goosebumps after that opening kickoff touchdown was awesome to see. So here we are now. We're going to NFL Wild Card Weekend. I can't believe we're here already. Um, obviously, it means we're getting to the tail end of the season. And 18 weeks have went by, you know, preseason and 18 weeks. But we are getting there. Nothing to be sad about. We still have some more football to go. Um, next segment I would like to get into. I've been <clears throat> giving you my... NFL top five teams uh, weekly on who's the top five in NFL. This week, I want to rank the top 14 teams that are in the playoffs currently. My five will not change. Kansas City Chiefs, number one. Buffalo Bills, number two. 49ers, number three. Philadelphia Eagles, number four. Cincinnati Bengals, number five. Let's discuss six through 14. Number six, Dallas Cowboys. Still like to put them there even though they are, you know, they're always known to choke. And uh, they did not deliver last week, uh, losing on the road to the Washington Commanders, kind of laying an egg. But uh, with that defensive line, I still will give the Cowboys number six. Minnesota Vikings number seven um, with their weapons and Dalvin Cook and, of course, Justin Jefferson. Uh, Chargers number eight. Um, this is a potentially dangerous team in the playoffs. I know we feel like we say this every year with that team, with all the pieces and offensive weapons they've had, and finally they've gotten the playoff. And uh, I guess, like people like to say, not waste Justin Herbert's arm. Um, finally got into the playoffs in his third year. Uh, and kudos to them. That defense has been playing. Very well as of late. I won't count the last game because, you know, they sat out players towards the end of the first half and the rest of the game. But that is a team that's clicking. Um, They have a tricky game this week. All games in the playoffs are tricky. But they got the red-hot Jaguars, and they have to go to Jacksonville. But uh, Chargers are going to be number eight on my list. Um, I guess my biggest pet peeve with this team And if there's an Achilles heel to this team, it's their head coach, uh, Brandon Staley. I know he's aggressive. I know he's a big analytic guy. uh, But I feel he will do more harm than good for this team when it comes to playoff games or those, you know, those games that get close down the moments for not making the right decision. But the pieces are there. And, uh, you know, this is a team that could hang with the best of teams due to them putting up points and if the defense continues to play well as of late um you know they could make a run would not be shocked number nine 
Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Nothing to scream about this year whatsoever with this team. Offensive line woes. Tom Brady looking always flustered in the pocket, not having the pass protection. However, this is Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. They are they have the pedigree. They have Tom Brady. And they won a Super Bowl as of recent, last time I checked. Um, the offense, the last two games, finally started to click. We saw Mike Evans finally erupt with that big game against the Panthers. Uh, this could be a dangerous team. If the defense gets continues to get healthy, if they can get out of the first week against Dallas, another team, look out. Don't ever sleep on Tom Brady in the playoffs until he retires. Other than that, don't ever bet against Brady. <laughs> Number 10, Jacksonville Jaguars. Maybe one of the hotter teams in the NFL currently. Um, offense is moving. Trevor Lawrence, trio of receivers, Travis Etienne, defense. Defense is playing very good. I mean, I remember watching week one Jacksonville Jaguars at Buffalo Wild Wings. And I forget who they lost to, but I was like, wow, this is maybe one of the worst defenses in the season, on the season, possibly for the rest of the year. What they've done in the last <clears throat> four to five weeks is incredible. Um, finally, people got to watch them on a primetime game against the Titans. I know that's not a offense to scream about, but they have been playing great defensively even prior to that, um, shutting down opponents to three points and three points respectively. Um, they are getting to the quarterback. The offense is moving. They have the X factor in the coach, Doug Peterson, former Super Bowl winning coach with the Philadelphia Eagles. That's a big plus when it comes to playoffs. I think the confidence is very high. As we said earlier, a tough game versus the Chargers. This could be a coin flip, hence where the line is right now. It started off as a pick'em, and I think people are now playing the Chargers two, two and a half. Um, very tricky game. Um, both teams playing really good football coming into the playoffs. You can't say that for all the teams right now of these 14 teams, but they are two teams that are playing really well. Uh, number 11, this is where the rankings could start to slip a little bit. I guess we'll give it to the Baltimore Ravens. They will not have Lamar Jackson this week. Um, <clears throat> and the maybe they'll have Tyler Huntley. And if it's not him, it's Anthony Brown who played for them last week. <coughs> um, it's looking like Huntley potentially. So he's been there, some familiarity. Um, the defense is going to really need to carry them in the running game. Um, they're not going to wow you by any means passing as we know that. And they're going to have to go to Cincinnati for a tough one again. Uh, second time. They're going back-to-back weeks in Cincinnati. Number 12, Giants. What a year for them. Coach Brian Dabble exceeded expectations in year one. And, you know, they just play sound football. I mean, they got a running back in Saquon Barkley. Um, Jones, quarterback, you know, is able to mobile. Mobile quarterback was able to run. Receivers, no-name receivers, low-key names. You know, just trying to get the job done, moving the chains. But, uh. They don't wow you, and defense defensively they play sound. Um, they've had a great year with their uh, new coaches on the defensive side of the ball, and they play tough. I mean, I'll show you how much they 
play tough. Um, go look at go look at their record. Top two, top two best teams on the year against the spread, thirteen and four. Shows you how much they compete every game, whether they've won or the games they've lost this year. It's always been close. It's always been competing down to the wire. Um, I'm gonna put them at number twelve. They are obviously our young team right now going to the playoffs. Um, very winnable game this week against the Minnesota Vikings. Number 13, Seattle Seahawks, Geno Smith. They wrote him off, but he didn't write back, as he said. Uh, Seattle Seahawks, they got some weapons offensively. Um, Pete Carroll should be up for a reward for Coach of the Year for what he's done with that franchise after the departure of Russell Wilson. Um, I think their over-under season win total in the year was four and a half or five wins. And here they are with, what they have, nine wins, I believe. Something like that. They are going to go play their division rival, their fierce rival from years past. And the Red Hot 49ers will not be easy. Um, it will be exciting. This will be the third time they face each other this year. And number 14, a team who we thought would be AFC champion hopefuls, Miami Dolphins. I mean, they have headed south. Uh, and partly that had to do with a tough schedule and then the Tua injury. Um, they snuck into the playoffs. Quarterback situation, is it Teddy? <clears throat> is it Skylar Thompson? I don't think it's going to matter. Uh, you're going to Buffalo. And we know how good Buffalo is. But uh, it's the playoffs. Anything can happen. Those are the top four NFL rankings. Sorry about that. Just having a little water. Let's move on to betting trends. I want to recap NFL Week 18. We do this every week. Showing you how the public did, how Vegas did. Public did very well last week. The NFL Week 18 public went 9-6. and six. When, the, <clears throat> when you look at the trends and you see the percent it'll show you how many of the tickets bet out of 100 percent one way versus the other so when you look at two games if one was saying 70 percent one side and the other 30 we see how they did with against the spread so public went nine and six when the majority towards it was a certain team nine and six they also went five and three when the percentage was 60 percent or more on a game of the handle so a good week for the public taking back some money from Vegas and making their lights a little less dim um, good week for them uh, we shall see how the NFL playoffs go it's always a different breed but uh, we shall see next segment NFL trap lines what is a trap line? Something that seems off. Something that seems fishy. Something that makes you think, why is this line a certain number? When in your view, it should be maybe higher. Say if I like a team and I look at a game, and I'm like, oh, that team should be favored by seven. But however, Vegas put them at only three. Something seems different. Why is that? Is it an injury? Is it just what Vegas has set it at? So something that doesn't look right. And catches your attention. 
these last two weeks, I haven't seen too much discrepancy in that or anything that has stood out like we've talked about all year. There's one game, I would say mildly, that can look suspicious or trap line, like we say. And if I'm going to have to pick a game, it's going to be the New York Giants at the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings only lane three. Minnesota Vikings is a 13-win team, four losses. New York Giants, 9-7-1. Nine, nine wins, seven losses, one tie. These two teams played each other three weeks ago with the Vikings winning 30-27, to I believe. Or they won by three points. And the line in that game was four and a half for Minnesota in Minnesota. Now the line is set at three. It hasn't moved all week. I think Vegas thinks that the Giants are going to play Minnesota very tough. And I am kind of agreeing with that. I do feel if the pu- if you're a public better when you see this game, you see the differential in wins on the regular season. The Vikings have four more wins. You would think this line is a little bit higher and Minnesota would be laying a few more points or at least a point and a half. However, that is not the case. The line has actually went from four and a half to three from three weeks ago when they played. So what happened? Um, Both offenses are still healthy. Um, Minnesota's offensive line is a little dinged up. But uh, this is telling me that Giants can play this game tough. I will look into playing this game after reading a few more articles and making sure, just checking all the injuries and weather's not going to be an issue. It's indoors in Minnesota, I believe. Um, So we shall look at this one, but it does seem slightly trappy, slightly odd. And we will be taking a dive further into this game in the next few days um, before we make a final decision. Next segment, NFL Game of the Week. Uh, I think NFL and television got this game right as the Game of the Week. I think they put it on Monday night (laughs) for a reason. America's team, Dallas Cowboys, going to Tampa Bay on Monday night to play Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Um, you know, Dallas technically should have the home game, but that is not how the playoffs and the structure works. Tampa Bay Buccaneers won their division, so they will be getting the home field game. Despite their 8-9 record and the Cowboys being 12-5, and they will have to go to Tampa Bay, and it may not be that easy as we think. Um, Never easy going against a Tom Brady-led team. Never easy going against a team that has the championship pedigree. A lot of the players on this team, on defense, on offense, are still there from two years ago when they won this. And uh, they can be... You know, I think everybody's waiting for just and you know everyone has the narrative you know never bet against Tom and rightfully so um this team hasn't put it together all year especially offensively um they finally have picked it up maybe the last week or two maybe something has clicked with Tom Brady and his receivers a uh, small sample size 
Um, you know, it's it's just a tough team to go against. At any moment, you think they're going to just wake up. Uh, hasn't happened really all year. Watched a lot of games of them. Um, for God's sake, I had a season win total on them to go over 11 games, and that did not happen. So they haven't met expectations, but here they are finishing first in the NFC South. And uh, they are getting two and a half points at home against the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys, I mean, the strength of this team all year has been that defense, the pass defense and the defensive line and getting to the quarterback. Um, going off what Tampa Bay has struggled with all year, that has been pass protection. You know, Ryan Jansen and multiple injuries on the offensive line has made life more tough um, for Tom Brady. Not letting, we know he likes to get the ball to his hands real quick, but uh, he's just getting, it's been real disruptive um, to the chemistry with his receivers and receivers breaking in and out of their routes. Um, we'll have to see if Dallas can get to Tom Brady. Um and use their strength against Tampa Bay's weakness. That will be remain to be seen. These two teams played in NFL Week 1. I think, I think that was the game that's kicked off, or one of the games. But NFL Week 1, this game was in, in uh, Dallas. And Buccaneers won 19-3. Buccaneers were actually the favorite. This is what shows you. How things have come or changed from beginning of the year to now. Buccaneers were favored on the road two and a half points, laying two and a half. Now they're at home and they're getting two and a half. So this just shows you how Tampa Bay has regressed since the start of the year and how much better Cowboys have been since they're obviously with their 12 and 5 record. Dak Prescott got hurt in that first game, so you have to consider that. Uh, this is a tough game to cap. Um, right now, currently, the people are backing Tom Brady. 60% of the tickets have been bet so far on Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I don't blame them. It's a Tom Brady-led team, as we spoke about, which is always dangerous, and he could explode at any time. So beware of this game. Don't know where I'm at. On that game, lots of tough games as we know. NFL wildcard weekend, but it should be a good one as well as hopefully some of these other ones. A lot of these games on paper I know don't seem as good. I mean, you have the 49ers, a 10 point favorite, you got the Bills, 13 and a half point favorite, Bengals. Nine and a half, ten point favorite. You know, a lot of that has to do with injuries. Ravens don't have Lamar Jackson. Miami Dolphins don't have Tua. Seattle Seahawks, no issues there. You're just going against a a monster right now in the 49ers. So hopefully the some of these games get closer uh, for the viewers and for some good football watching. But uh, it's the playoffs. Anything can happen. Wouldn't be shocked if you see an upset or here or there. That is the game of the week. <clears throat> Before we go to our favorite segment, the free play, 
Just wanted to say again, thank you for tuning in. Please leave us a five-star review. If you have any questions, you can get on our Twitter handle and Instagram handles. Send us a question, anything you want us to add on the podcast. Let us know. Um, And yeah, and that's that for that. Just appreciate it. We appreciate you listeners tuning in. We get to see how many people are listening into our episodes and it's always awesome to see it uh, increasing. Free play. What do you say? What if I told you Fuck Nation has delivered on nine straight free plays given on these podcasts, these episodes? It's a fact. Last week we get our ninth straight winner. Last week we hit on our parlay. Kansas City Chiefs, Philadelphia Eagles, Buffalo Bills, and San Francisco 49ers. That pushed us to 9. We want to go for 10. Hopefully some of you have been listening and tailing or slash following our plays and winning some free money. As I say each week, if you haven't, maybe this is the week you can join in and start. Hopefully if you do, this isn't the week we lose. But at some point, this streak is going to end. It would be nice, though, to get to double digits. Going for number 10. Tough pickings this week. But we're going to try to keep this as simple as we can and hopefully deliver again. Three-team parlay. San Francisco 49ers money line. Cincinnati Bengals money line. And Buffalo Bills money line. If you pair those three in a parlay, betting all money line, it should come out to minus 137, which isn't crazy expensive. I'm not trying to give you something in the high hundreds or 200s or higher. That's silly. Uh, last week we hit it at, uh, eh, it was near minus 100, minus 110 or so. It's just minus 137, 49ers, Cincinnati Bengals, Buffalo Bills. Put those three together and let's see if we can go for number 10. 10th free play winner given out on the Fuck Nation Sports Betting Podcast. It's been a great year so far in the regular season. We are up 28.32 units on the year. That means if you are a $100 better and you've been following our plays, you are up nearly $2,800 on the season. And this isn't including NFL Futures yet. Um, which we've been doing really well, and we have a couple tickets potentially yet to cash. Patty Mahomes for NFL MVP, Justin Jefferson for Offensive Player of the Year at plus, I forget what it was, but uh, about plus 1,200. They are looking like they're potentially going to win those respective awards. If you have any interest in buying a client package, for the week, for the month, DM us and uh, we can get that. Get your email and send out the place for you. Um, thank you once again. Please leave a five-star review if you don't mind at the bottom of the pod. And enjoy some football this week. What do you say? And see you next week on another episode on the Fuck Nation Sports Betting Podcast. I am your host, Fuck Nation. Thank you.